ladies and gentlemen, no boys and girls this week. I got in trouble for that last week. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Horus. I'm your host, Kevin. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Walter. Walter, how are you? Good, Kevin. Thank you. How are you doing today? Good. And making his second return, earning, his, yeah, earning his challenger coin, <laughs> we have our good friend, Skylar. Skylar, what's going on? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thanks for coming. Um, we brought you here to talk about your crippling LaCroix addiction. We're actually not here to talk about movies. <laughs> Two years ago, you were anti-LaCroix with me, and then something happened. It's some been more long than two weekend years, away. but I'll tell you the story one time. Sometime. Yeah, that's <laughs> this he, feels like an off mic story. Yeah, yeah. He admitted to me he's drinking four cans a day. Yeah. Dear God, man. Crushing it. Yeah. Unwell. It's the most mundane addiction known to man. Just, yeah, just drink uh, some tap water and think of a strawberry. And that's, that's the same thing. <laughs> LaCroix and library books are my most like G rated addictions. <laughs> Speaking of addictions that are not G rated, it's horror season. Uh, we've been having a lot of fun. I've been watching a lot of horror movies off mic or off pod. And this is a movie that we've threatened to talk about or a series we've threatened to watch. And we're talking about the newest Halloween movie, Halloween right. Ends. Still out in theaters, folks. Still um, out in theaters. It's on streaming services, which is how I watched it. Yeah, and as well. something I had to look up for this movie was the timeline. And I didn't realize that we're in... The Halloween universe has parallel universes. It has multiple timelines. Um, so How did you not realize that? Yeah. No. Do you need Walter to go through his explanation of every Halloween movie from the um, beginning? Because we did it last time and I'm ready to hear it again. <laughs> yeah. So I've seen one through five, but I uh -huh. didn't realize that H2O and Resurrection are shoot-offs from Halloween 2 into a right. parallel universe. And I also didn't realize that Season of the Witch is its own universe Unrelated Halloween movie. Completely. They yeah. watched the original yeah. Halloween in that within that movie. Plus, I didn't realize that Halloween 2007 and 2009 were their own two-movie universe. So I, I'm, yeah, the, the Rob the Rob Zombie verse. Yeah. I'm shocked, right? I'm shook that yeah. I like this level of comprehension is lacking from your life. <laughs> I, you know, I've been a casual Halloween fan because I don't find Michael Myers that scary. Um, so I didn't like do the deep dive. I didn't go yeah. to all the classes to yeah. make sure. Can I just put the Wikipedia order. for the Halloween franchise in the chat? I fucking yeah. know, Kevin. I don't need. Yeah, I don't it need says your all study the edits guy. were. It says all the edits were from Walter. There's <laughs> <laughs> no guy named Walter. Well, yeah, uh, I I just happened to have listened to our last podcast episode recently, and boy, Walter ran through all of this. Yeah, you had been taking notes, Kevin. This, I this, don't. It's a new level of you ignoring everything I fucking say. <laughs> I don't take notes during the podcast. Um, <laughs> this is not a professional organization here. We just went over how to clap Clearly. Uh, for syncing our audio four times, okay? My keyboard for our soundboard still hasn't shown up. Amazon has officially lost the tracking for it. And that I reached out. I was like, hey, you know, um, I really want this thing that I ordered and paid money for. And they were like, it'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> cool. You better week. hope they don't give you one of those bot tests and ask you like a Halloween trivia question. <laughs> yeah. You uh, do Okay, so so if we let me see, is it four distinct timelines? Uh, 
if you, five, uh, yeah, I would say. If you're if you're counting season of the witch, probably five. Yeah. Okay. So like through six is one timeline, and then H2O and Resurrections is a second timeline. And then Rob Zombies, yeah, another one. And then this new one. So yeah, that's five, I believe. If you count Season of the Witch, which is completely unrelated. So I've now seen Halloween's one through five, and I've mm-hmm. now seen Halloween 2018 kills and ends. I watched all three of those. Uh, this weekend i did not watch them today didn't watch them today on the clock if my boss is listening that didn't happen (laughs) i was on slack all day and responded to your messages instantly (laughs) a trilogy is a very approachably sized unit of filmmaking uh i made no effort to revisit the previous movies you didn't miss out (laughs) yeah halloween kills i think we talked about a little bit in the last episode but that was probably my least favorite movie of uh two years ago it i thought that movie was awful really i didn't know you were that strong on that i remembered you didn't like it but yeah. was it like one of those things where you just were like sitting around like you know i really hated that movie <laughs> yeah kind of it's like yeah. as the more i thought about it, i was like boy that's not growing on me on me in the least mm-hmm. uh i definitely didn't like it at the time but just as it went on I was like god there's i can't think of a redeeming quality for that movie. I, I like to imagine that he was just cooking eggs one day and just <laughs> threw the pan. was like, God <laughs> damn it. God damn it. Halloween Kills fucking sucked. <laughs> it was I, a pointless movie. Can I share an anecdote before we get too far away from um, Walter's like terrible crippling addiction to Halloween movies? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was at Scarecrow and there were these two people it was a video store day and they were doing like a promotion and there were like vloggers wandering around being like, Whoa, look at this. And, uh, there was this couple and they were like, wait a second. So Michael Myers isn't in this one. And I was like, um, if you have a, if you have a question, I actually happen to know a little bit about this. Uh, so I was able to put some of that knowledge to use in the real world. Um, and it may be on somebody's vlog somewhere. Oh, that's right. I mean, you're you're if you're this is an interview for my new co-host you're shooting right up above the competition <laughs> there there was a tone in the way you said people uh, but and when I, you said when you said vloggers. they were vloggers yeah when you yeah. said vloggers it's like i got it uh actually they were really if they're listening i apologize but your vlog sucks uh, this gal <laughs> made the same joke like four times and every time someone new came by she would make the joke oh. and it just it just flopped four <laughs> times in a row and i could just see in her eyes she was like all right this is going to be the one that goes in the edit <laughs> when i get a huge laugh for this joke so, so i'm sorry i have to back up from i'm still no. seething with kevin's revelation when did you because you watched h2o like two weeks ago at that point did you not realize there was alternate Look, I'm going to put she has a son in that movie. I'm going to put it to you this way. The Power Rangers universe has more continuity in its timeline than the Halloween universe. If a children's show can manage to keep a coherent narrative across multiple seasons, multiple times, multiple dinosaurs and ninjas. What the fuck? How did there's a train one, too? Yeah. Yeah. Um, If they can keep a coherent universe. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think it's come to America yet, but I. There's a train one. Where but they... when it does, we're we're gonna meet up and yeah, watch well, it. Well, yeah, for our, apparently the offshoot podcast that Kevin's trying to start. All aboard! But um, if, if all they aboard, can... a Power Rangers <laughs> retrospective. If they we're can gonna keep... watch twenty six fucking years of Power Rangers. If they can keep a coherent narrative going, 
how can the Halloween franchise not manage to do it? Man, I gotta say, lore equals bore. Like, yeah. like every like I want every movie to be like, yep, totally unrelated. Yeah, I'm uh, the the big question of this movie is whether or not it was actually going to end, and I. I am enjoying the fact that there is some closure to this iteration and they're probably going to reboot it within the next 10 years and whatever. Um, But I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm totally okay with just like, we've got the basic story idea. We're going to do something a little different. Forget all the other stuff. That's fine with me. I'm ready for, for Jamie Lee Curtis because she was in Halloween H2O, right? She was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for her to come back 90 years old (laughs) You guys forget all the other ones. This is a sequel to the original this, Halloween. Yeah, this is the time. Yeah, <laughs> ninety-year-old little old lady. What, what was it like when Michael Maybe. came to your house? Who? Who? To what? <laughs> it would only be funny if they had more fight scenes of an old Michael Myers fighting an old Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess I guess that's a good segue into. Yeah, this let's movie. get into this. Um, and full of spoilers from here on out. If you haven't yeah. seen this movie, if you were gonna. If you're not, we're going to get into it. You're in here with a, a trilogy of Halloween heads. So if yeah. you're not yeah. up to date on all of the lore and you haven't seen all the movies, good luck. There's going to be spoilers about how, how dare you call yourself a Halloween head <laughs> trying to sneak in to our group. Um, so uh, let's try and think of a good name for Halloween heads because I feel like we can do better. Like pumpkin heads, stab so, heads. Let me I was just thinking it. that there's a horror movie called Pumpkinhead. Oh, I didn't write anything for a synopsis of this film up at the front. Sure. Um, Off the cuff, do it. Yeah. So we return to Haddington. Haddingfield. Haddingfield. Haddington. Haddingfield. Classic. Classic Halloween Jesus fanatic move. Christ. <laughs> Remembering the name of the town wrong. Yep. Oh man. We return to the city to find an elderly Jamie Lee Curtis making peace with the evil that used to haunt her, moving on with her life, living with her granddaughter. Her granddaughter takes love interest in the infamous boy about town, Corey. (laughs) Will their love bloom or will evil develop? Sorry. You saved it at the end. I like that. It was was a good... There was some poetry at the end there. I enjoyed it. So we pick up this movie um jamie lee curtis is an author and or yeah working on the book yeah yeah and do you think her book's good do you think it turned out well since i'm in no, here with I don't. two writers it I sounds like, like someone narrating the movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two excerpts we heard i was like there's no way you can sustain that narrative for like an entire book that's not going to be interesting yeah so i feel i feel like that's like her first chapter and then she's gonna like a week later like look writing the book is hard i've i've done a lot of long form writing it's difficult and like there's a lot of writing the first chapter to me like oh there's nothing here oh there's this is this is trash and i feel like she she hasn't quite made that realization yet but it's coming i just appreciate that she's actually writing a book and they don't tie in some like she's a blogger now uh she has yeah. a sub stack or, or something like that because <laughs> it, was, it was a tweet storm right yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it feels like a lot of movies um like to tie into like some modern pop culture reference like having instead of it being a radio host like we get in this film mm-hmm. they're podcasters yeah i was gonna say the, the first one in this one had podcasters yeah and that um yeah so it's, it's nice they didn't go that route yeah Did, has, nice that, had how do you feel about uh, Jamie Lee Curtis having moved on from the 
from Michael Myers? Um, it felt very forced. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if I were in her position, if I would move on from the events in my life surrounding Michael Myers, I think I'd be pretty hung up on him, but I appreciated the, like the, just the narrative we got of her trying to work through it with her writing. I thought that was, yeah, I don't want to say fun, but it it at least felt (laughs) real. It's kind of a bummer. (laughs) Yeah. It it, it felt real. It felt like a real person working through something. Yeah. Uh, I felt like it was a totally different character. Yeah. And now I don't remember anything about Halloween kills. Sure. It did not make an impression on me at all. And uh-huh. I think recently Walter, you and I were talking about this and I was like, "Wait, did did her daughter die?" And he's like, "Yeah, at the end." Yeah. And, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, yeah. So so let me get this straight." Yeah. So Halloween, the original, Jamie Lee Curtis is stalked by Michael Myers and he kills a bunch of her friends. And right. that ruins her entire life and turns her into this like victim of uh, PTSD. And she, yeah. you know, becomes uh, Sarah Connor briefly. Yeah. And, and an alcoholic. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. And then she kills Michael Myers. Of course, he's not really dead. He gets out and then he kills her daughter. Yeah. And a bunch of other people. And then she's fine. Yeah. That's my problem with it. We're like, we, we've seen her like, we've seen in the first movie her tormented of this over this for 40 years and then the most awful thing that could happen to her happened because of michael myers and somehow she moved on i know it's been four years i know she's got the granddaughter to like kind of fill the role of a mother for and wants to make up for that but it just if she thought michael were dead sure it's but like (laughs) knowing that he's still out there her whole deal is like he's evil he will come back to see would you say walter that that she's showing grief for fucking tits and saying let's go <laughs> some might some might say one, that's i mean you captured my voice perfectly <laughs> just one, one of the things that i didn't understand in this movie is she knows the person she's introducing her daughter to comes with we'll say baggage but she chooses to really try to push this relationship instead of any other guy in town I understand right off the cop, you know what? He was a douchebag. Throw him out. There's only one other eligible bachelor, eligible in air quotes, bachelor right, in yeah. town that she could set her granddaughter up with. All I, right. I wasn't, did she know his his backstory? She knew. Before? She, okay. She, she comments know? on it. She's like, I knew who your son was. I know he's a broken man, but she's a broken girl and they're going to be perfect for each other. It's like, Yeah great wow man you i didn't know you could pull audio clips directly from the movie now that's <laughs> <laughs> jamie lee curtis sounds so wait, ragged wait, in my headphones but... wait till you do my wait till you hear my impression of Corey's mom <laughs> can't wait oh my gosh i have so many thoughts on Corey's mom i cannot wait for the the second so... third of this podcast which is dedicated completely to Corey's mom i, I... A, lot, a lot of mom talk on the podcast lately is there yeah. something you guys want to is this is this you guys working through something with your moms or it's uh, because the only people who listen to this podcast are your mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> we just we just want to know what great ladies they are want them to know what great ladies they are um so i guess if we're gonna get into it, we've jumped a little bit ahead yeah here. let's begin at the beginning <laughs> yeah let's let's go back Something that stuck out to me was of all the movies, Corey could be showing a child that wants to watch a monster film. The thing, yeah, yeah, the thing's a bit intense for a, and, for a, like. And he no recognizes monster. it too. He's like, yeah, yeah, 
that guy's head is coming off and it's growing spider legs <laughs> yeah the they are watching the scene with like the defibrillator scene from the thing, which it's wild to make it that far into that movie and be like, <laughs> you know what? Is this inappropriate? You've already seen a dog's head split open by that point in the movie. Like yeah. you've seen some shit up to that point in the thing. Like you should know you're an hour deep into that movie. And it's like no universal monsters films that are pretty kid safe. No yeah. Monster yeah. Like, squad. Uh, There's maybe the so thing many from more another picks. world that yeah. the girls watching in the original movie. Which is yeah. honestly super tame. Yeah, it's it's a fun uh, nod to that, but it is just like, boy, that you can't show that to a 10, 11 year old, however old that kid is. I got to say, younger. I got to say, uh, I wrote down the note. Uh, first kill of the movie at 520 when he says, you suck at babysitting. <laughs> and he just gets roasted by this kid. Yeah. Um, I, I, my note about the kid is that the kid's a prick and I didn't feel bad when he died. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it, that. Man. The original babysitter was not sick. The original babysitter didn't want to deal with that kid. He was just like, <laughs> "Fuck, this kid is a monster." <laughs> I believe so. A couple things happen in this opening scene. First of all, we do not start with the Halloween music, hmm. which, yeah. as we covered last time, is maybe my favorite thing about the entire franchise. Yeah, uh, and I know they're like trying to pay it off later, but it's like come on it starts with sort of like upbeat rock music and then uh uh a very obvious directly to camera it's halloween we're gonna have a good time tonight Mm -hmm. which i was like hmm self-referential yeah not what i'm looking for out of halloween (laughs) there yeah Uh, and then and then last last thing about the opening let's get meta with it (laughs) Yeah. yeah and then last thing about it Babysitter's sick. Let's call a 21-year-old man yeah. to come over and watch our kid. I mean... Does that happen? Does that ever yeah. happen? Yeah. That's is, yeah, I don't inherently have a problem with it if Corey wasn't already kind of obviously a weirdo creep. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I could I could see, like, knowing a, a like friend of the family, 21-year-old, to watch a kid, but uh, not that one. Yeah, I don't know if he's a total creep. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything about Corey. He just came off as like a dorky engineering kid. There's yeah. nothing about him that came off. He wasn't like, oh, you want me to watch your son? Yeah. <laughs> of all like, the babysitters that we've seen in this franchise, I feel true. like he's yeah. the, the least, least likely babysitter. Oh, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have a problem with that. I just thought it was like the original babysitter called out. I was like, this kid's a monster. Yeah. And I didn't feel bad. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't feel bad when the kid died. Sorry, Walter. I know you're a dad. But. Yeah. No, it, look, it was tough. I, I did not like watching that scene at all. Um, I, I did like the subversion where it, like it feels like it's Michael's going to show up and uh, kill a kid or something. But uh, yeah, the a kid dying from an accident is terrifying to me well, <laughs> honestly I that's, mean, the, that's the biggest scare for me in this whole yeah, i was gonna movie. say you gotta you gotta you gotta give it up for yeah. the movie like having a scare in it because yeah. that's i gotta say was that the last scare of the entire movie for you uh there's a yeah, couple probably. good there's this a couple like good jump a, scares. There's, there's some okay bits but yeah i don't remember one that got me like this is like a g-rated like oh man <laughs> like if i'm ever babysitting for you walter i'm gonna throw this movie on yeah, the, after the, after the thing's over and yeah. my son's like another. 
Yeah. The, like, the, All right, let's dive into Halloween ends. Yeah. The <laughs> scare that got me is when Corey, this is later on in the film, but it's when mm-hmm. Corey shows up at the house. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis looks out the window and sees him. She yeah. goes downstairs and he just like fucking teleports behind her. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. crouched like, behind oh. the porch or some yeah. shit. Yeah. It's yeah. like, dude, <laughs> can you be a little less creepy? But anyway, <laughs> yeah. back to the five-ish minute mark. Um, so the who, the wrongful judgment of a killer that they get a lot of mileage out of that in this film. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it goes along. I, I mean, this, this movie goes in a way different direction than you might be expecting, uh, for this movie. Then you have to be expecting for this movie. It's called Halloween ends. Yeah. And a large portion is like, but this guy, Corey, and here's what makes him tick. I made the mistake of reading some reviews for this before we recorded and it seemed like a lot of the complaints from the kind of low scores that I saw were people not liking the movie focusing on new characters. So, I mean, we get introduced to the new characters in the first 15-ish minutes. How did you guys feel about that? You first, Walter. I, I'm i very confused about this movie. I think I'll say the I, I like the like finale between um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers. And I, but it's only 20 minutes of this like hour plus hour, almost two hour long movie. And the rest, like if this weren't the like purported finale of the trilogy, I think I'd be a lot more open to it. It, But it just seems like such a weird curveball to go into like, this is the showdown. This is the finale. Like it's come head to head. We've built this up for 40 plus years, Michael versus Laurie. But first, you got to sit through an hour and a half of, like, Corey doing his thing. It just was so weird. It's, again, it's like something, if it were not in this movie, I could see that being an okay, like, again, I'm, I don't need, like, lore. I don't need continuity. If they reboot this in a few years and they did this with the movie, I think that'd be cool. But just right now, it's such an odd choice uh, from my perspective. Yeah, I, I really felt like um, this movie is is such a great example of a studio being like okay we have a property and we need to make something in that property yeah but you really start to ask like why are you watching a halloween movie yeah you know and um this reminds me of a movie that i watched a couple weeks ago which is unquestionably my least favorite movie of 2022 called the requin which Mm. is french for the shark and uh there are no sharks in that movie until an hour in that's too late. That's yeah. too late for that. Yeah. If you go to a movie called The Shark. Yeah. You better have a shark in the opening scene. I don't know if you guys remember. <laughs> Jaws. I want to start taking shark. a bite out of the title card. That's what yeah. I mean. yeah. 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 If you see if you're watching a shark movie, okay, maybe they're on shore for a while, but they better sure, sure. get in the water. And yeah. uh, I wrote down uh thirty minutes in with no Michael Myers, unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I we know he's coming. I get we're setting the scene. But why are we here? Like, if it's a Halloween movie, there's certain things that you're here for. I don't think that slasher movies are for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like, I feel like you're like ordering a meal. You know, it's like you're ordering a cheeseburger and you're like, where are the Skittles? You know, <laughs> it's like you, you came for the things that are in a cheeseburger and they're not yeah. here. <laughs> I I like the new characters. I liked Corey and Allison. I did not like them in this movie. I think that I very much so agree with you guys that it's like I wanted more 
Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers in this and less of like watching Corey's slow descent into madness. I think it was fun. I think it was good. Yeah. Um, but I, it's, I don't know. I'm still, <clears throat> I didn't like Corey at all. Yeah. I didn't like Corey at all. I mean, I have a note in here very early on that Corey seems like a freak. Um, <laughs> but even, I, even before the murder. Good job. <laughs> but, but at the same, at the same time, it's like, if I think about this movie, I don't, this is a step up from Halloween Kills. A oh, big, absolutely. Yeah. A big step up I, from Halloween Kills. I can Kills. say that with certainty. And, and I enjoyed this a lot more than Halloween Kills. And there's a, there's scenes in this that I think are cool. There's scenes in this that I think um, work very well in the movie. And so it's like, I don't think that I hate the characters. I think I just hate that I was sold this movie that's going to be Michael versus Laurie. Yeah. And we got very little of that in this film. Yeah, it's not even a case of like a misleading trailer. Like this is this is the like thesis of the whole trilogy that we're yeah. watching is the showdown between these two. And, and to have it like pushed to the sidelines is so bizarre. And we don't get any sort of like fan service. We I mean we get a little bit 10 minutes in, we get a little throwback opening sequence, but we don't see Michael until so fucking long yeah it's <laughs> like 40 I, I plus think, minutes and it's yeah. like and it's like yeah. you you don't even really see him you just see his mask uh and you see him for like two three seconds that's it that's all the michael we get it's yeah. we're getting edged he, he kills a grand total of three people in this movie mm-hmm. which is that's got to be lowest it that's got to be the lowest, the lowest the original yeah i think he kills like four or five in the original plus a dog mm-hmm. and yeah this one he only kills three people i would say a dog counts as 10 people no. So. <laughs> all right well then yeah this is way lower yeah enough. um uh let's see so i wrote down 2943 what movie is this i believe that was the uh awkward supermarket flirtation between uh Laurie <laughs> yeah. strode and the cop from uh uh will will Patton, i believe is his name yep i think so yeah um, I, I wrote twist no murders just awkward flirting because <laughs> we've seen like Corey and uh allison flirt at this point and now like these two dorks in the supermarket yeah talking to each other and you're like what is this yeah a, yeah. a criticism uh, a criticism we had of the original was the dialogue felt like it was written by not a human and yeah. a lot of the dialogue in this especially the flirting feels like it was written by someone who's never flirted before like yeah, I don't understand that flirting. Like, uh, I want to see the cherry blossoms. <laughs> it, yeah. it felt very much so like, uh, tell me about the rabbits type stuff going <laughs> yeah, on. It was working for him, but yeah, what I was into it. What I did like is that the music in the supermarket was "Don't Fear the Reaper." I thought that I, was yeah, a fun I noticed that. Yeah. Oh, I missed it. Yeah, um, I I want to jump back really quick uh, just to make a couple points. Ron, the first scene we get with him at the time it's just Mm -hmm. Corey's boss seems very nice yeah i like that i i thought that was cool to see that Corey seems to have a boss that cares about him and wants him to do well and i like that Corey's listening to the radio instead of podcasts (laughs) all right that's enough plugging out of you today (laughs) i don't i hey i don't work at a radio station anymore but i i still like listening to the radio and then around 25 minutes in when we get the scene of Corey's home life i do like the transition shot we get of the pumpkin guts hitting the floor, transitioning mm. into the spaghetti. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, uh, I was. Uh, I noticed it, but I was a little bit caught on the previous line, which <laughs> yeah. I alluded to earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is, and mean? I wrote. I paused the movie, uh, <laughs> and I wrote this down. 
want to show grief your fucking tits and say, let's go, <laughs> throws pumpkin on the ground. <laughs> what movie is this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got to say, you, you guys both said that you you liked this movie more than Halloween Kills. Yes. And I got to say, I hated them both. Mm-hmm. And I hated this one more because I felt really? like Halloween Kills is like, look, man, it's a Halloween movie. I don't like it. Yeah. There's some good scenes. Michael Myers shows up. He kills a bunch of people in unpleasant ways and he gets away at the end. Like, sure. I'm not, I, I haven't, I haven't seen all 45 Halloween movies. <laughs> you have Walter. Yeah. Um, but that, that's what I expect out of a movie. And this movie yeah, was I, like, a, like confusing. I get that. I, I get how on like on paper, Halloween kills looks like, yeah, it's another Halloween movie. I understand that. I, it's, it's hard to articulate like what was so infuriating about it. It's just like, it was uh, like grimy and uh, offensive in like, in a way where it's just, and it also was annoying because it felt like it was very much just spinning its wheels mm-hmm. wait, to like waiting for the third part. Cause like, Oh, okay. They're, they're saving all the story for the third part. Turns out. No, <laughs> no, they sure fucking were not. They, they were out of ideas at the end of the first one. I mean, what story is there? Honestly, like that's yeah. like that's the classic John Carpenter take on this movie, which I just love, and it makes me yeah. love him even more every time. He's like, "Yeah, the story was over after the first movie. That was yeah. the entire concept, and you know, everything everything afterwards has been derivative." Every. And I, interview i've seen with him where somebody brings up halloween you can just see that he's like annoyed he's like <laughs> of all the properties asked me about that i've been involved in this is the one you want to go with <laughs> yeah. i don't know he's, man there's he's like, like no meat on those bones yeah he's every like time, i just want to play I, video I, games every time i yeah. see an interview with him i just respect the guy more because he's like look i don't care if they make more halloween movies especially because they give me a check every time <laughs> yeah and like now all i have to do is the score as opposed to like make the whole movie yeah. fuck yeah you know <laughs> oh that's another thing by the way halloween kills better score i think hmm. um i don't remember well enough to comment but I it's don't... it's just it's it's halloween music which sure. this movie just was lacking mm-hmm. i don't remember either <laughs> and it's yeah i would say the same about the score for this one uh i don't think there were any moments soundtrack wise that really stood out to me aside from the muzak version of don't fear the reaper i was just like oh that's mm-hmm. cute like the corporate <laughs> the corporate safe uh generic grocery store music version mm-hmm. yeah so i want to jump back to where uh skylar had mentioned around the 30 minute mark does anyone anyone want to pick up there any notes we need to go over can i jump slightly back um i wrote down 1623 uh, when you see heavy equipment in a slasher movie, you know what's coming. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah 100%. I, I kind of forgot about it until the end. And then, like, as we were getting to it, it was like, oh, yes, the grinder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. When we got a bunch of kills at the junkyard, I, I wanted to be like, wait, but <laughs> go back. There's a whole grinder you forgot about. 20, 26 You're minutes. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, at the, at the 26 minute mark, I have a note that just says the metal shredder will for sure be used to kill someone. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was. That's 50. We'll give myself 50% on that one. Yeah. 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 I also, uh, we got to talk about this group of bullies. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm when, sorry. They, when we first meet them, I was like, oh, it's just these four kids in coveralls. That's who Michael Myers is. <laughs> like they're, they're the real monsters here. I, I don't know about you guys. I'm sorry. If you're an adult man and you're getting bullied by 17, 18 year old high school seniors, come on. Get it together, yeah. Corey. Yeah. Also, they're they're in the band. <laughs> yeah. One of the girls the is wearing camp. a band outfit. Yeah. yeah. It's just like. The least, Dude. the least intimidating outfit you can wear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's like, like we're gonna be like to Akadeka guys. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I I had some thoughts on the uh, extremely diverse bully group. So first of all, we got the mullet kid. You love mullet to see kid, it. Yeah. You love to see mullets <laughs> coming back. Yeah, especially he just carries around drumsticks in case he were to come across a drum in the he's, wild. He would be able to play it. He's bullying himself with that haircut at this point. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had. If, his if you just get ahead of it and make yeah. fun of yourself, then like it sucks all the air out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got main guy who looks five years younger than he's supposed to be, um, and also he appears to be from Brooklyn, Illinois. Hey. <laughs> Uh, a girl who doesn't seem to understand that she's part of a bully group, which yeah. I love. <laughs> she's just like, guys, like, wait, just stop. Yeah, Margo, is one yeah. of them your brother? Why are you hanging out with them? Yeah, yeah. And then a uh, band girl who talks a lot of shit. Parentheses. What instrument does she play? <laughs> French horn. Um, maybe that's why she's so mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I didn't like the bully group. I didn't understand how they're supposed to be intimidating. As an adult man myself, yeah, uh, I would not be intimidated by, by those teens. Yeah, uh, yeah. If if they asked me to buy beer and I said no, and they're like, "What?" I'd say, "Fuck off, no." Yeah. Like I'm not buying you beer. Yeah. And I also like to like, can you just buy us two six packs? It's like I get that they're kids, but it's like, are a couple six packs really gonna do in? four kids like come on yeah, i hope you have an empty stomach yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going uh, sorority girls love, with those uh, drinking rules they crush his glasses and it turns out he didn't need them after all yeah like it's i was kind of hoping the like second all half movie of the, glasses yeah i was yeah. i was hoping the second half of the movie was just mr magoo like he was just <laughs> swerving around on his motorcycle he starts killing people and just running into walls oh yeah. Oh, that's not who i meant to kill his death reception is all fucked up so he thinks he's stabbing people yeah so, um, yeah, that was about the point in the movie where I just said, what's wrong with the people in this town? Is everyone sick? Because uh, we don't we don't have any interactions with anybody in town who's like, oh, yeah, the person at the yeah. post office was nice. Everyone, everyone in the is, town is yeah. ill. Yeah. So thoroughly awful to everybody. It's, I think it's like there to justify like Corey's descent and also to show like this evil has permeated, permeated the town. But it's just like, Jesus Christ, people. It's yeah. a little on the nose. You're really asking yeah. for Michael to come back and be the hero of this movie. Yeah. 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 It's like, man, you didn't do enough, Mike. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it on back. You missed a few, buddy. <laughs> so this is about the time uh, in my notes where I put a note down that Corey is a freak. Um, so we're uh, about yeah. 45 minutes in. This is when it becomes obvious that that boy ain't right. Something's yeah. wrong. Before or after he lay down on the floor in a bar. It was when he laid down on the floor in the bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, this is the scariest thing that I've seen in this when, movie yet. When his dance move was lay down on the floor and have a seizure. When that was yeah. like his yeah. go-to. Yeah. The animal house. Yeah. Yeah. Allison is way too into this guy. Yeah. After, after all those flags. Also, like there's moving on from the double murder of your parents. Mm-hmm. 
uh and then there's like going to a costume party on like the anniversary of their deaths <laughs> four years later like yeah, but zero like, bro bro it's like yeah. <laughs> zero survivor guilt yeah so michael only kills people on halloween right it's like yeah why doesn't the town just shut down it's like <laughs> yeah. sorry no halloween it had yeah. to feel we're not doing anything we'll, we do it on the 30th year yeah on the 31st don't do anything yeah, it's, the it's movie like, trick or it's treat. the purge night on yeah. the 31st yeah. The movie Trick or Treat takes Halloween precautions more seriously than this film does. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> uh, secondly, uh, how does Michael know it's Halloween? Uh, does he have a calendar in his mind? <laughs> He's got the Google Watch. <laughs> <laughs> we we covered this as well. How does Michael know how to drive? He's apparently yeah, an yeah, expert driver. Yeah, yeah he's and, like, so good at driving. He's he's never lived in modern society, but like nothing about the modern world seems to shock him <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, do you think later on when he and Curry are killing people, do they like carpool to the, <laughs> to the murder sites? Well, Does Corey he, just get there like an hour early? Corey, like, motherfucker, that guy's walking still? <laughs> Corey he is a slow walker, too. Yeah. Corey only has the motorcycle, so I like to imagine it's a sensual <laughs> scene of Michael on Michael, the back Michael of the motorcycle. The back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also uh, wrote down uh, 3518. Corey really needs to look both ways before crossing the street. Yeah, <laughs> twice. Two twice. times this motherfucker almost gets run over. It's been a shorter movie. I can count yeah. I can count on I think easily one hand the number of times I've almost been ran over in my 30ish years of life. Yeah. Yeah. Corey is easily going to triple that. In he's just he's week. looking for it. Yeah, yeah. One time within a week my life. I, I did, yeah. And so I don't think I have anything else from around that time. The next note I have is the annoying cop. Great flashlight. I fucking knew. I knew you were going to talk about that flashlight. Here's here's the meta. I was like, fuck, that's a good flashlight. Kevin's going to talk about it. Here's the meta. I knew you knew. I knew you were going to say something if I said something about the flashlight. So I purposely made sure to mention it. Yeah, I was literally about to say like, "There's the flashlight." Oh, he's about. I think. Hold off, Walter. Hold off. But yeah, it is a very good flashlight. It's strong, good beam, heavy. Could have been used as a weapon. Well, was this uh, was this before or after Joe Grillo's birthday? Which is where I wanted to be in this movie. It's after Joe Grillo's birthday with the sponge oh, cake. Those guys <laughs> were having a good night. They yeah, didn't, they didn't look like a fun crew to hang out with. They looked like what? they was. They looked Are you like kidding me. Mm-mm. Those, no. those guys who are on their way to a clan meeting, yeah. <laughs> the the Full group of, of cops. <laughs> yeah, I know what I said. Yeah. <laughs> um. I yeah. I'm not going to give an actual flashlight review of that light. We'll move on from that. But I just yeah. I wanted to mention it because I knew it would trigger you, Walter. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, it was a good flashlight. Yeah. If we're, if if you're gonna talk about a flashlight in the movie, this is the one to talk about. I just I I think that somebody in the production of this film was like, look, everyone bitches when people in a movie have a dog shit flashlight with the D cell yeah. batteries and they Who gotta hit it against their hand. About that, Kevin. Yeah. Many Who? people. There's Name dozens. one person besides yourself. <laughs> There's dozens of us. Okay. <laughs> Go to flashaholics.com. They have a whole sub forum on there dedicated to flashlights in movies. So that's why he's so confused about the multiple timelines to Halloween. He's just like, so yeah, his brain is full of flashlights. Mm-hmm. Um, Get a so, flashlight. Not that so expensive. I just appreciated that he has a decent light because I feel like it's just like a meme in horror movies that have the shitty flashlight. Yeah. Um, 
This is about the first time. This is the second time we see Michael in the film. And this yeah. is when Corey decides to team up. He's like, Michael, you and me, bud. You and yeah. me yeah. versus the world. Yeah. He, he alien, makes that lead versus predator move pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. With very little like nudging aside from like the bullies in town. Yeah. Like he, he has a bad day or two and oh, I get, he kills that hobo. That's, that's what like changes him. Yeah. That oh, hobo all, who is, then, is Michael's neighbor. They yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then also Michael, maybe like, does some sort of like possession or like sees into his past. I don't know if that was metaphorical. Yeah, like, I, thought he, I thought he read his mind and he was like, oh, we're buds. This we guy's both, cool. Yeah, we both hate everybody. This dude kills kids. Yeah, yeah. I, this movie is like ambiguously mystical because like Michael also like is kind of <sighs> decrepit and old. But then as he kills the guy, he becomes like stronger and stands up taller. I I didn't notice that. At I all. have a note about oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that when when Michael kills the police officers, he seems to like gain. Yeah, power he, he really it. like kind of like crawls out and he like gets knocked down by the cop. Oh. And then he, as and, he's stabbing him, he like stands up straight. Well, he stabs him once and then he like just has this big inhale scene where it's like, yeah, he seems to be drawing in some like spirit energy or something. And then he just yeah. goes fucking berserk stabbing him. Well, I totally missed that. And if yeah. I had noticed it, I would have wrote down, well, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's because they kind of teased that in the last movie, too, that he's more of a, like a mystical force. And especially at the end, after he gets shot like 20 times and then just mm-hmm. gets back up and kills a dozen people. Yeah, they never really explain that. And <clears throat> I don't know that there's an explanation that would make me happy. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm beating a dead horse here, but I, I feel like what I like about the first Halloween is completely absent from every other Halloween in that he yeah. is a dude and the reason he has power is because people aren't expecting to be murdered. Yeah. Is he even that big of a guy in the original Halloween? Uh, I always I, I, thought I, he was kind of slight and yeah. and he's, just just a regular dude. I think he's tall. Might be tall, original, yeah. But oh, he's this, also like standing next to like yeah, teenage girls say, a lot. Yeah, so it's he's hard tall to... compared to teenage girls. Well, in yeah. the other in the other movies, he is just like this uh, evil personified. It's like yeah, he's a mountain. I mean, yeah. it's like crazy in Halloween Kills. How many times he gets shot? They make reference it to in this movie. They're like, yeah, you mean to tell me that a guy can get shot that many times and he just disappears and the police don't know where he's at? It's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> that is kind of crazy that he's supposed <laughs> to be just a human. And I almost would have liked it more that. I should say I would have liked it more. I should I should say it maybe could have worked if Corey found Michael Myers' mask in the sewers, and that's what drove him to going crazy and killing, and him thinking of himself as Michael reincarnated, and that it's like Michael Myers is a figure um, yeah. that takes over it's, people. He's like the Batman, like it's a symbol <laughs> yeah. more than it is versus hero versus yeah. him getting dragged into the sewer by a very powerful michael myers to drag a body in like that um and him teaming up with michael and they're like we're gonna be you know batman and robin so sorry and this is super like pedantic so like michael he fall he gets thrown off the bridge by the bullies michael pulls him into the sewers and then michael just like retreats back to his little crack to (laughs) to hide like a hermit crab apparently (laughs) Okay, I, I he was over the you know, he was that's uh, that just where he takes a shit. We see, <laughs> I was just like taking a shit break. He was there. on the he was on the pooping side of the pipe. 
We yeah. see a couple missing people posters, and I think it maybe would have worked too if they had some like skeletons in there. Although it's like Michael Myers yeah. is eating people. Um, but the, well, the the homeless guy that the that Cory kills like mentions like people go in there and don't come back out. Yeah. We know that his favorite meal is dog. Yeah. yeah. Also, dude fucking loves dogs. Yeah. In his, um, in his tummy. Maybe it's good. Who knows? Clear. Um. Yeah. Uh, one thing about the uh, maybe this is a later kill where uh, Corey says to Michael, "Show me." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's, "How complicated is this?" That's when he kills the cop. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just yeah in the in the world's <laughs> most well lit pipe. I know. I and of course Michael doesn't say anything, uh, but I that is one of those moments where I wanted to be like I. You just you stab him. I don't, well, I don't do anything fancy with it. I just yeah. I stab him. This is uh, an old old hat joke at this point, but Michael's a very much like a lunch pail serial killer. You know, <laughs> yeah. he he does not really take any ceremony in it. And yeah. Corey's like, "Show me," and Michael just slits his throat. He's like, "Ah, uh, that's that's it." <laughs> Michael's like, "Is that is that what you want?" I, yeah, and. <clears throat> something I do appreciate later on is that there's a very on the nose scene where Michael picks up somebody, holds him against a painting, stabs her in there. That's like seals that Michael is an artist uh, when it comes to serial killing in Corey's oh. eyes. I thought that was very on the nose, but it was also just like kind of a fun shot hmm. to just have the, have the body like posted up, nailed to the wall yeah. with a knife on a, on a painting. That was like a throwback to the, Maybe the most but, iconic kill from the first one. Yeah, the fridge kill. But yeah, I, 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 the part of it being on art kind of went over my head. Same. That's yeah, yeah. Well, it just <clears throat> it seemed like Corey was watching him and appreciating him as an artist, and so that's just kind of how I took that scene in. But I do want to go back to Corey's mask. Corey's mask is terrifying. Corey's mask <laughs> yeah, yeah. is very scary. This is the, the clown. The scarecrow, the yeah. mask with the hat built into it, don't like it. Yeah, don't Very like scary. it, guys. And yeah. it's it's something that I think the original Michael Myers mask is iconic. It's very scary, way scarier than the Scream mask. I never found that scary. Yeah, um, what I other... mean, there's a cartoonish element to the Scream mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what what's what do you think is the most scary Halloween mask from movies? Or uh, scary serial killer mask. Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's got to be Michael Myers. Yeah, now that I think about it, because, yeah, it's not the hockey mask. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. And I mean, that, and... Lecter mask in second place for me. Yeah. Oh, uh, and Leatherface, good. of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Leatherface might take it, actually. You know, now that you mention Leather, I think he is the scariest mask because it's a yeah. mask made out of people's faces. That's yeah. pretty yeah. fucking terrifying. It's like if you know that's what it is, you're like, oh, that's. That's the scariest thing I've ever seen. There's there's something about the um actually I haven't seen like the movies like The Strangers and stuff, but there's something about the mask that is just a blank yeah. about Michael that I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um and and the actor who's who's playing the character can bring his physicality to it. And I think yep. that that's something that is done well in some Halloweens, like the first one. And I think we talked about Halloween Kills, how like they had a bunch of scenes where he's walking. And when yeah. you see Michael walking, it makes him look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of scenes in that movie of like people shooting at him, but just yeah, and he's missing. Sauntering he's, away. 
such a salt, like sedimentary target, just yeah. like I a glacier just drifting by. Yeah. I don't think any of the masks in the purge really scared me. And there's all kinds of newish horror films where the masks are just like a plain white. Yeah. Did you kind ever of anthropomorphized animal or a person? And those also just aren't very scary. Did you ever get, get around to seeing the black phone, Kevin? No. Uh, there's I a scary mask it. in that one. That one's, that one's that's a good mask. I want to. I want to. I wanted to see the movie in theaters so badly. I, th- I think Dude. Tom Zini or Tom Tom Savini designed that mask in the Black Phone. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um. So, do we have kind of anything else to say around this this point in the film? Um. Around the time where Corey and Michael are, you know, buddy copping, uh, being serial killers. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It, it's at this point in the film that Corey like comes to Allison's door and is like, I don't know what's happening to me. And Allison's still super into him. I was just like, oh, these are the reddest blood red flags, Allison. <laughs> I know that we're like, I, I didn't buy her, like, is she going to go kind of evil? It, that She wants to burn the town down as well kind of thing. It just, it, I was not sold in that. And the, the whole time I was like, what, do, what does she see in him? element of danger walter i guess so mental health issues (laughs) i i hated him being like i killed someone and then he talks about the boy instead of the homeless man he just murdered that morning yeah Yeah. Yeah. he he says i killed someone and she was just like cool yeah let's continue hanging out let's go to the side of that killing let's do it yeah you want to relive that murder with me real quick (laughs) yeah tell me about how powerful it made you feel when you killed him (laughs) yeah i there's a scene with Allison later on I want to comment on, but I don't think I have anything again uh, in my notes until about an hour eight, which is just saying Willie is correct. Uh, Willie was right when he said that there's something wrong with that boy. Corey is sick. He's unwell. Stay away <laughs> from him. You're both fuck ups. Um, Willie was right. Which is Willie the DJ? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I Willie mean, he's, the kid. He's also. Uh, a monstrous town person, but yeah, no, obviously, especially by that point, it's like, nah, listen to him. He's yeah. he's he's spitting truths out. Even there a today. broken clock is right. Today. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and then the the follow up scene to that we get is Corey sleeping in the house where the he killed the boy, uh, but yeah. he's sleeping on the blood stain on the floor yeah. Yeah. where the boy right died. The it's like yeah, yeah, the most fucked up place you can find in this whole house to sleep. You're like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. yeah. And Lori finds him there. And I I feel like if she just told her granddaughter, like, he was sleeping on the blood spot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also wrote down uh, 11330, Lori Strode Batman exit. <laughs> yeah. Where she's for, gone. For a moment, I was like, wait, was she actually there? Yeah. I don't understand. Did I, for a second, I thought, like, sense. did he imagine her? Yeah. I but, wonder. I, she seemed, I mean, it seemed like she was. I wonder that too if she was actually there or not. But then, there's there's nothing in the movie that suggests that she wasn't. So I just interpreted yeah. it as she was actually there, and she is mm. very and just stealthy. managed to. Yeah, it's the same way. Yeah, it's the same with Corey teleporting behind her. It's like yeah. these people are ninjas when it comes mm-hmm. to making exits or appearing places. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just a trick of the camera, but it, it for yeah for the the real world that this is set in it's just so odd that this 60 year old woman slipped away like a whisper <laughs> the in window. the night yeah yeah 
So I don't think I have anything else until about uh, an hour 15. My note here is that Corey isn't fully ready to be Michael. And it seems like Corey does have some kind of falters with his kills that he gets early on. And it seems like he also just is mad. He's evil. He's crazy. But he's not quite Michael Michael Myers level where he's like, committed yeah he's not completely emotionally detached like this is coming from anger more than whatever uh unknown evil drives michael myers um yeah i also when they're teaming up to like kill the doctor and and the nurse i i was wondering if Corey was like hey michael is this a sex thing for you like just a little bit like a sex thing for you (laughs) like the only way you can get any kind of satisfaction just curious you probably don't have the like verbiage to uh, Michael, express yourself. The, drop it. Drop the it. thing is, is Michael wouldn't say anything. So, but cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, right on, right on. You, you give him that look. Yeah, you know the All one. Right. All right, I guess we'll get back on the motorcycle now. <laughs> uh, side note: She calls him Doctor Mathis. I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> Made me so uncomfortable. Maybe that's part of it. I, it must be because. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> When she's in the she's in the other room, I wrote down off screen kill. Why are we here? Yeah, and <laughs> I guess just a, a quick correction: the hour fifteen minute note isn't that uh, Corey has had bad kills. It's when he and Michael Myers fist fight each other uh, for some oh. reason in the sewer, which was also like a, a when Corey takes his mask. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wrote when down, Corey just shows up and punks Michael Myers, just <laughs> wrestles bitch, him to the bah. ground. <laughs> yeah, I wrote uh, Michael thinking, "Doggone it, I need my stabbing mask." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, something about yeah. When I mentioned that, I was like, "That doesn't feel right to me." Yeah. Corey's definitely killed people up, up until this point, and like it's went fine for him. But anyways, yeah. I I don't know what I, does something change in him where he decides that he doesn't need Michael anymore. It's this is after um, Lori has like confronted him in the house and been like, you're a punk ass bitch. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, I yeah. love that you're pulling clips directly from the movie to play yeah. in the in the podcast. It's great. <laughs> I, uh, I kind of like you mentioned earlier, Kevin, that it would be more interesting if this was like a copycat. And I think it would be because. Yeah. Like this movie's a little bit well, the first Halloween reboot, Halloween twenty eighteen, I think it was. I think so, yeah. Was a little bit more grounded. And yeah, that's I think that's kind of ebbed and flowed um throughout the Halloween franchise. And I think that it works best when it's more grounded. And mm-hmm. if in this one it it's moved so far away from that. In the last one particularly, and then in this one as well, and it's become like you know, Michael's like looking into his eyes and deciding he's going to be a protege. And when it all comes down to it, like a lot of the iconic kills out of this movie, which we've talked about in the past is like kind of what the point of slashers to a large extent, right. the iconic kills are not Michael in this movie. They're yeah. all Corey. Well, and there's more than one off screen kill in this too, which also just feels like so cheap. We get the scene at the junkyard later on 
<clears throat> where Corey kills the mullet kid off screen. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah. stealthy silent to stab him in the eye yeah. with the drumstick. Nobody noticed. Oh, it was the drumstick. I didn't <clears throat> realize the, that. Yeah. Yeah. The next off screen kill we get is the girl who instrument we don't recognize. Right. Um, we don't see him beat her to death with the monkey wrench. Yeah. Or a bassoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what, three off screens we've gotten then? Yeah, there's the we kind of see in the background the the DJ's assistant or oh, yeah, whoever's sec- working yeah. the radio station. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so yeah, there's a couple. <laughs> yeah, and Cor- Corey's mom is kind of off screen. Yeah, that, Corey's mom is the only one where I I wasn't positive it we're supposed to think it's Corey who did that or Michael. Yeah, it's Corey. I think it's Corey. It's Corey. Yeah. Okay. Another like- Illinois New Yorker. <laughs> yeah, and I. In all of the victims here, I feel bad for Ron because Ron seemed like he was trying to be a nice stepdad. Ron was the best. He was was too pure for this town. It's just like when Ron finds out that his stepson is dating someone, he's like, I hope you find true love. And like (laughs) the acting in that scene makes it come across as that Ron really wants his stepson to be happy. I I wrote that quote and attributed it to Ron, comma, the best. (laughs) He is great in this movie. He's just helping out Corey. And then later he's just watching Hard Target alone in, the, in his office. <laughs> headphones at the on. Junkyard. Very yeah. relatable yeah. scene for me. He's just watching a movie alone with his headphones on. Yeah. Pretending to be working. The second Lance Henriksen movie we've brought up today after <laughs> Pumpkinhead. <laughs> so um, the Junkyard kills I thought were good. Um, I think the one thing in this movie that is nice is the violence does. It is uncomfortable. It is yeah. very well done. Um, all the effects I thought come across as very good, especially mm-hmm. compared to Fright Night 2011 with the CGI blood. Yeah. Um, I thought yeah. the gore in this was comfortable. Yeah. It was a comfortable level of gore. Yeah. I, I was a little disappointed they didn't uh, commit more to the blowtorch to the face, just like, yeah. you know, I wanted to see a little bit something with that. Um, but I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Especially in contrast with the. Uh, radio station kill later, yeah, which yeah. felt like it was out of a different movie. Yeah, that one felt that was like a couple steps beyond the, all the other ones. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing about the blowtorch scene that sticks out for me is that uh, orange yellow flames are usually cooler versus a blue or white flame. So oh. he turns the temperature down to make sure it's going to be like slower slash more painful uh, for this kid who he burns to death with that torch. When it comes to murder and it's the little things. Yeah, that's a fun yeah. fact. That's a torch fact. <laughs> torch I, I found that fun. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I also wrote down uh, 11910. Margot doesn't deserve what's coming. Parentheses. Stacy, though. <laughs> yeah. I, and as expected, Margot just like wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. The, the greatest crime she committed was having terrible taste in friends. I really <laughs> thought Margot was going to get a live. Um, no, Margot no wasn't enough of her. Yeah. yeah, Margo getting stomped. I thought she was going to be the person that gets left alive. That's like, why did I get left? But I, uh, he just stomps her to death, which is pretty brutal. I was hoping she would get like the least uh, unpleasant kill. But um, yeah, no, I, I was like, Mark, Margo, oh, you, you hitched your wagon to the wrong horse. <laughs> I thought it would have been fun, too, if when he drives over her and she's under the chain link fence, if she just came out of it like uh, shredded cheese or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Prey. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Shredded cheese scene in Prey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
We're having way too much fun talking about like, yeah, what's the most gruesome death in this movie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what they're about. Yeah. But yeah, the, the radio DJ, and I don't know if it's just because the tongue is on the record, like they make a joke out of it afterwards. Yeah. But it's like, it's way more gruesome than all the other ones and then has a weird button on the end. Mm-hmm. It's just odd and that's another one where like we don't i don't know this character he's only been in one scene before i know he's done like we've heard him throughout yeah. but i don't know anything about him other than he's also awful like the rest of the town i the thing that seals the deal on i you know i know earlier i said i like willie that he was speaking truth um but the thing that i did not like about willie is he has a electro voice re20 microphone and he is talking into its side address instead of end address, like the microphone is supposed to be talked into. He has the mount for it. He has the arm for it. He has everything for this microphone, but he's talking into it wrong. And I'm I'm so sorry, Scalar. I I, I had known that <laughs> Walter and I are, are looking into each other's eyes, and we're thinking, <laughs> how can we mute the person who runs the audio? <laughs> I, like he does the edits too. I can't just remove oh, this. Yeah. Oh, Kevin, would you mind? Uh, would you mind just editing uh, out whenever you talk? <laughs> the podcast. Um, look, I had other thoughts on that, but I just was going to keep a brief to just saying that he was using his microphone wrong. That's what I was thinking. Of, this is a very yeah. brief anecdote that Kevin's yeah. sharing right now. I really appreciate Let, how brief. It let's is. jump to the end, unless anyone has any more notes. Let's get to the showdown at Lori's house. Yeah. One note before we hit the. real showdown uh i thought the scene where she fakes her suicide yeah yeah. and then um cory opens the door i thought that was fun that she's like you really thought i'd kill myself you punk Mm -hmm. ass bitch yeah and she just shoots him (laughs) unceremoniously does like does a great job in that scene where it's just like are they gonna like i didn't think she was gonna kill herself in that moment but like she sells it enough for like i thought maybe she was like gonna get interrupted in the process um but yeah she crushes it in that scene and i i like the like little because her daughter has a similar thing in the first movie um where like she pretends to be distressed and then like ah gotcha bitch i just like that there's no fucking around with when Corey shows up she just fucking shoots him yeah (laughs) it's just it's nice to see where she doesn't have to go on like a monologue or anything she's just like see ya (laughs) yeah you are not michael all right (laughs) I got to yeah. say the suicide thing did not work for me at all. It was another yeah. one of those like audience fake outs that I just felt was sure not great. Um especially because this is one of those things where it's like Lori shooting Michael, that's the key takeaway image from the trailer. Yep. Yeah. So we know it's coming. Yep. And so yeah, it just didn't work for me on any level, I don't think. Sure. Yeah, I I mean I I, I see what you're saying. I think she just did a good job in that scene, mm-hmm. but I understand how, like, structurally, it may not fit in the I movie. Mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, a treasure. I yeah. think we can all agree. Mm-hmm. Even if this movie is not my favorite. Well, it's just the first yeah. person view we get of Corey seeing the pumpkin splatter hit the wall, yeah. his hand opening the door, and her being right there. I just thought it was yeah. fun. Yeah. And, <clears throat> um, yeah. Corey stabs himself in the neck to, I to had be some, like I had n- some thoughts about this yeah <laughs> I'm glad please go ahead yeah uh, so the first thing is uh so she shoots him two times I believe uh yeah. and then he falls down the stairs mm-hmm. and then uh they have an exchange I can't remember what was said 
and then he stabs himself in the neck and then allison shows up and laurie is all of a sudden like wait it wasn't me and i was yeah. like she only did 85 percent of the killing <laughs> yeah well the stabbing was all him the thing that got me about that is like okay you guys already had one of those wait i didn't do it scenes in the movie you can't you can only have one yeah. of those. you can't have yeah. two of those you only get one i also feel like she could just be like wait look he's got michael's mask right there like yeah. you see him yeah. dressed also, in coveralls why is, why is he here yeah, why is he there, here there in my no house? Explanation. Yeah. Another thing that I didn't understand about that is so she shoots him twice, he falls yeah. down, and then she shoots the wall two times. It's like, yeah. just finish him off. <laughs> I, I think she was unloading the gun because she wanted, she wanted like just finish hand to hand that shit. No, I know. And, and well, <laughs> she calls the cops and she reports it as a suicide. So even if you go that route where she wanted him to get caught or she wanted the gun to be unloaded. The cops took a really long time getting there. Oh, yeah. That was some piss poor response time for the Haddonfield police on Halloween. Yeah. They got I a guess lot, there's a bunch of other going deaths. On. Yeah, I guess so. Frank Grillo's <laughs> yeah. Frank, birthday party was still in, in so fun. Frank, Joe, and the boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Joe Grillo. Sorry. Frank Grillo, I believe, is an actor. Yeah. Yes, I just, yes. I thought the response time was wild on that. Allison yeah. sees her mom standing over her love interest bloody knife in hand and just leaves she's not like yeah. fuck you mom and calls the cops right away she's just like all right see ya. yeah this that's the last straw all right you are you have a too unreasonable yeah and there's too many rules in this house i'm leaving i feel like those are cinema sins pedantic level complaints but at the same time sure. it's like i don't know if i walked in and i saw my mom standing over my wife's body knife in hand i think if I was leaving, I would call the cops. I'd be like, you've gone too far this time, mom. That's the yeah. third one this week. Yeah. It's, it's in, uh, indicative of like the rest of like, Allison's very frustrating to me in this movie because of like, I can't tell if she's just kind of gullible to be so into Corey. I know she's like damaged from what's Walter, happened the to her. Danger. There's so much. Of danger. course, the danger is so sexy. I understand that. The movie but feels just, lazy is I yeah. think the best way to describe a lot of these scenes like that. Allison's writing just feels lazy that it's like, if they wanted to make her attracted to the danger, I feel like they would have, they could have emphasized that more than what they did. It just seems like two mentally unwell people like attaching to each other. But even the way they went about developing that narrative was like uninteresting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Cause she like latches on the Corey right away. She's like, while he's getting his hands hand stitched up, just yeah. undressing him with her eyes. Also, this is like, a small town, and they're like the same age. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, didn't run into each other before. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I I think there's even a line where he's like, "Do you know what I did?" And it's like, "Dude, it's yeah. not a big town." <laughs> Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're the you're the kid. Murderer. Literally, every person you come across immediately <laughs> is like, "Oh, it's the guy that killed the kid." And and it's like, why didn't he just move? Yeah. I know. It, it, he, he had that killer job at the junkyard. He yeah, his mom. Motorcycles. He's probably living rent free with his mom. It's you like, know, in this economy, it's he it's didn't hard. have to be on tap. He didn't yeah. have to move across the country. He could have just moved like two towns over, like twenty miles away, and been fine. I like spaghetti on tap. <laughs> <laughs> that one was for you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I just. Yeah, it, anyone who's not Ron is gonna know that you're the child killer. And Ron knows too. He just won't bring it up. It's just cool. 
he's, he's just, just fucking cool about it. Yeah. He knows it was a mistake. Yeah. Well, it's like so I'm I'm from a small town and yeah. there was a family that uh their son was committing arsons all summer. I think he burned down 17 houses. Jesus. Um and his parents knew their son was an arsonist. He had done it before in two other towns. Uh and they just moved from the small community where they were living outside of town into town and everyone's forgotten. <laughs> like they live a normal life. So it's That's like wild. you don't have to move very far for people to yeah. be like, are you the arsonist family? <laughs> <laughs> was that arsonist you, Kevin? No, that be was honest. Yeah, that Kevin. was that was the on joke. A podcast. You have to be honest. <laughs> that was the joke all summer was my friends being like, does anyone know where Kevin was last night? Because there was another <laughs> house burned down. I was like, yeah, that's very funny. Um, <laughs> Anyways, back back to the movie. Yeah, so Corey kills him or stabs himself to end the relationship between Lori and Allison, which, okay, sure, fine, whatever. Um, and then Michael comes back, and, and here it is, folks. Finally, 40 years, three extra movies. Hour and knives. 30 minutes into the movie. Yeah, so deep, uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, we we finally get the showdown between these two, um, and you know you have to spend disbelief a little bit of two uh, septuagenarians just <laughs> just going to town on each other, just fucking throwing people across rooms and stuff. But beyond that, I thought a pretty fun, satisfying like final confrontation between them. The scene where Michael is nailed to the table. Uh, yeah. like this was fucking yeah. gruesome that was yeah yeah sick that was an awesome I, shot i really liked how it ended where like since she like jumps up on the fridge and pins his legs down just like not fucking around kind of thing and like gloats a little too much over him we're just like oh just stab him stab him um but yeah i i love the kind of like you're just a man i'm gonna kill you michael yeah. ripping his hand out of the knife to yeah. strangle her with this fucked up like split hand was also a sick shot yeah yeah um but they really made sure he was dead stabbed yeah. him in the heart once stabbed him in the side through the lung and the heart yeah slit his throat slit mm -hmm. his wrist it's like yeah that guy's he was dead <laughs> there's, there's no ago. blood left yeah. yeah i uh one thing i wrote down is uh <laughs> she got three of his limbs locked in and I wrote down, I'm going to kick you. <laughs> <laughs> he, was doing like, he was doing like the Black Knight thing from uh, Monty Python. <laughs> yeah. I did like that he was going for the kicks and she was like clearly out of range. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. What, what did you I'm, think, I'm glad, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. I think I think I. I'm afraid I was a little checked out by this point. And That's I mean, fair. There's an hour and a half of other unrelated <laughs> yeah. movie before. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that it, you know, I don't know that it, it was bad, but it just didn't like like the previous scene, like it didn't work for me. Um, mm. And I don't know that it, it ever could, you know, like sure. the like defeating Michael Myers after 20 movies is a different story than defeating him in the first movie where I can't remember exactly what she does. Does she push him out a window? Uh, I think Loomis shoots him out the window. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. She stabs him with a needle. That's to right. Be, and yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, just just basically like there's something about the weight of the franchise that makes any type of conclusion just kind of underwhelming. And yeah. 
and we can we can maybe move on to the the final disposal of Michael yeah <laughs> in Chekhov's pneumatic grinder yeah I like uh, like I said when I realized first of all them just like strapping Michael to like a cop car yeah to have like an impromptu Halloween parade through the town yeah it was like this is wild stuff yeah. guys Wrote but down when a I few realized on that one yeah when I realized they were going to the grinder like I said I was like oh yeah 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 do it do it do it I appreciated that they strap him to a car like a dead deer like he's like the, <laughs> yeah. he's the big buck from the hunt that season. <laughs> I wrote down, uh, if this isn't the point of having a hatchback, what is? Yeah. <laughs> it felt strange that the whole town turns out and the police were like set up there ready. The police yeah. response time showing up to a suicide, wildly slow. The <laughs> yeah. police response setting up to like a body grinding session, incredibly yeah. fast. They were organized. Yeah, but I mean they like suicides, you ready. get those all the time. Yeah. Body grinding. How often do you get to go to a grinding, Kevin? Yeah. And plus, there was a lot of murders at that junkyard earlier. Maybe they were already there. Yeah, good point. Know? Solid. Yeah. 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 And they're just like, oh, we're, get, we're pivoting, guys. We're pivoting to a, a grinding party. Yeah, good old fashioned. Call your friends. Corpse grind. Yeah. It gives a totally different meaning to grinder. Yeah. <laughs> no more trick or treating. Get the kids in. Come on. Gotta see this. Yeah. So, I, the, the shot of Michael going to the grinder. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. The the thing about that that confused me was I again very on the nose that she's like now that he's been disposed of the town can finally heal. It's like yeah we didn't need you to literally say that line out <laughs> yeah. loud. Like yeah. I have brain cells that still function. I picked that up. <laughs> Two things Kevin knows this ends the evil that uh, and the other thing is that this is the evil that's been going on consistently the same way for thirteen movies or however many this has been. Uh, did you guys think that the that Lori hanging on to this mask was like a that was aw, weird? Allison, oh, Lori, my, my prediction: like, Allison's going to be the kill in the next movie. I, I hope this is it, man. Yeah, yeah I, I believe like the there's like rights reverting back after oh, okay. this one. Like, I I think the book is closed on this iteration. Hopefully. Um, but I, that's again, we're going to get a reboot in yeah. within 10 years, I'm sure. Um, yeah. It could be why it's called Halloween Ends because the current yeah. rights holder have to transfer it back. But yeah, I, I think this is just was taking like, a guess. Uh, and uh, very similar spoilers for recent James Bond movie, the most recent James Bond movie. I think it's very much like we're closing the chapter on this one, guys. Mm -hmm. Like we're, there's going to be more in the future, but this one, it's the end of this story. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I I always appreciate a sense of finality and whenever a franchise is willing to write themselves into a corner like this and be yeah. like he he's ground up. Yeah. He is paced. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Like well, I appreciate that. And I I wonder if the next Halloween movie we get is going to be a pure reboot where they go back and do the original again or yeah. what what it'll be it maybe it'll be a prequel. Huh? Again, if a prequel if, when he was three, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be him it'll be him in the wound like viciously <laughs> kicking his mom, yeah. <laughs> him just thinking about killing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I again like if they rebooted this in a few years and the storyline where a character like Corey found the mask and yeah. like sent madness, I could be into that movie. For having to having it be in this like grand finale movie, it was so weird that like. We, we we spun our wheels for an entire movie with Halloween kills. 
Now we're going to do it for like 75% of another movie with Halloween ends. So I think we've covered it all unless we uh, really yeah. want to, unless there's really any meat left on the bone here. I, I think uh, just real quick. I, I like the empty spaces montage. Nice callback to the original where like the absence of Michael Myers, mm-hmm. whereas before it was like, he could be anywhere. Now it's kind of like, he's look at this. It's gone. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't think there's anything left to cover plot wise from this. Um, I don't think so. Do we want to give scores? Are you guys ready to give scores? I have a few thoughts. Sure. Sort of toward the yeah. end. Like me. <laughs> when, when the credits of this movie are rolling, I wrote, don't fear the Reaper. Nice callback. I suppose. I think mm-hmm. by this point, it's like, you guys know that the movie, the movie had lost me yeah. and I was kind of sitting through it. Um, I don't know who it's for. And like I said earlier, I think this is like one of the many victims of it's a franchise. Therefore it needs lore. Right. Um, and I think that that really diminished it. And, and I know it didn't, this isn't something that you guys are paying as close attention to as I am, but I thought even the score, which was composed by John Carpenter, like the last two movies was not as good. I think probably cause it was used less. Um, yeah. And then lastly, and this is maybe a little too in the weeds of like the business, Kevin, you mentioned earlier that you wanted to see it in theaters, but you ended up watching it on streaming. I had the same experience. Oh, you didn't want to see it in theaters? Black Phone. Black Phone was the movie I wanted to see oh, in theaters. Oh, got you. That's right. This one's um, still in theaters here, and I just chose not to go because it's yeah. more work than I, it's worth for a Halloween movie. <laughs> well, so I, I recently saw a movie in theaters, a horror movie, and I was like, oh, that's that's a great example of why theaters are better in some cases like watching a horror movie with a crowd is just a better experience even if the movie's bad mm, and sometimes yeah. even if the movie's bad and so this is one that i actively wanted to go see in theaters with a group of people and i looked at the showings and every showing the day that i was available were empty nobody <laughs> was going to see this movie in theaters this this movie, was on streaming this yeah. movie had yeah. a big run um the week it was released i know there yeah. are a lot of people that are horror fans that i'm friends with that were posting about it how they were going to go see it there were a lot of horror movie influencers uh mm-hmm. that were posting about how they saw it and they didn't really like it that much so i think this movie all the fans went and saw it opening week and i think that yeah. if you waited too long you were seeing an empty showing it's, it's weird to have a Halloween movie premiere two weeks before Halloween. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 They had to make room for Black Adam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's sad. That's yeah. a bummer. Yeah. It's just, it's uh, the times we live in. And this is a, a horse that uh, Walter and I have beaten so many times where it's like dust. Uh, yeah. Talking about like the, <laughs> the current. There's weird less world of it of than Michael Myers at this point. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think I think I've kind of gotten all of my thoughts out. I agree with you guys that I don't know who this movie was for. I almost yeah. feel like you could have gotten rid of Halloween Kills and just had Halloween in this movie, and we could have imagined the story between the two with Laurie's daughter Absolutely. being killed. Yeah. Um, or just kill her at the beginning of this one if yeah if you're going to do that. I also another reason I hated Kills was because I thought her character was the most interesting one, and then she died. And this, I had to take a break watching this. About an hour into the movie, I had to like pause it and like stretch, walk around, eat a meal because I was just yeah. like, "Man, I got to make it through another fifty minutes of this." Is like, <laughs> ugh. Um, the only character I really liked was Corey, just because I thought his descent was like 
fun. And yeah, I really besides Ron. Yeah, besides yeah, Ron. Right, yeah. Ron, <laughs> of course. Yeah. He was Ron, a, best character of the episode. Yes. He was a good guy. I would have liked yeah. him as a father figure in my life, you know? Um, but Corey, I think, would have worked better if he didn't actually meet Michael Myers. I think if he just yeah. found Michael Myers' mask in the sewer, it would have been cool and interesting. Um, Allison felt weird, her writing, where she's just like attracted to a mentally unwell serial killer bad boy. I thought that was kind of lame. Um, but we all need a woman like Allison in our life. Someone that's, that's going to yeah. ride or die, even if we have <laughs> killed children. Hopelessly devoted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, born on codependent. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. This this movie has, because like I talked about, I, I thought the finale was like satisfying enough. This movie has a real like, it left a good enough taste in my mouth that makes me forget the previous hour and a half, which I was not enjoying. I don't like, I didn't like this movie up until that point. And I was like, Oh, at least they kind of delivered on that one thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, I, it just doesn't work for me. I guess I will say before I give a score, I did like a lot of the kills in this, all the kills we got on camera were good. They were satisfying. The yeah. violence I thought was like just the right amount or it wasn't off putting. Um, like some movies we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I appreciated that. And the fact that they seem to use higher budget CGI uh, mm-hmm. and practical effects mixed in there, unlike other movies we've watched, was like just pure CGI blood and gore. Yeah. And so I yeah. I think as far as a score for this movie, it was okay. Like a two and a half out of five. I Like this is a movie yeah. I would recommend to people unless they're like, fans of halloween i would never be like you should watch halloween ends i would say watch halloween the original or the 2018 version before watching this yeah i mean yeah (laughs) they'd be very lost if they didn't watch any halloween before this um yeah i that's about where i'd put it to i think uh it's there's there's a lot going against it but it's maybe and maybe it's just because i was going in being like halloween kills was goddamn awful um so it 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 i don't it didn't didn't fix problems for me but it it uh delivered on more things than i than i was expecting i guess it did things things very differently than halloween kills it did yes like like you were saying like the the kills in this one and kill in halloween kills like they're very like gruesome and like you're in it and uh it's like uncomfortable every kill is like very long and and uh and this one it's a little more um you know stylized a little more like more like a traditional horror movie and i think that works better score is there a a number value you want to put on it oh no i i i really don't like putting number values on movies um but Um, yeah uh in in the pan two to do and a half i guess well instead of a score how about this in the pantheon of halloween movies where would you rank this Oh sure, uh, probably like slightly lower than mid uh, range Halloween movies. Like it's there are definitely worse sequels, and uh, there are there are elements of this that I think work. But um, how about a, above or below Halloween three? Halloween three is goddamn awful. It's that's the one that's not related to anything, and it's. It's getting like kind of a, a reassessment. People are like, oh, actually, it's kind of a, a campy fun. Me-. No, it's shit. It's shit. And you're shit for liking it. People are gaslighting me into saying it's a good movie. 
And I'm just like, I don't remember this movie being good. It's not. Yeah. It's, you got to cut those people out of your lives because they're wrong. They're toxic. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Skylar, uh, score, anything you want to say before or, we move on to the or, final sections? Yeah. I don't really score movies, so I, I don't know what a one or a five is. So it's hard yeah. for me to say, um, on the, maybe on like the Halloween scale, um, this is my least favorite Halloween movie I've seen. Oh, wow. Um, I don't really remember the Rob Zombie ones. I have seen them. Yeah. And I remember people saying they were good and watching them and being like, Ken Freeze in this. Um, <laughs> like, I d- Not enough, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. So I don't. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll rewatch those and maybe I would rank this one above that after rewatching. I think, um, not to get too philosophical, but like, slasher movies I, I have a different relationship with than i did when i was a teenager sure. and i'm i'm kind of curious walter i would love to hear your reevaluation i know it's a lot of work and a, a, a lot of miserable work for you to rewatch <laughs> all the halloween movies that you've seen in your life but yeah. I, I i wonder if you would react differently to them now because we're a little less like yeah let's see these people get fucking killed you yeah. know like it's less fun for me now. Yeah, I'm, I'm less into the like gore effects and stuff, oh, and more like, yeah. oh god, there's a kid about to die on screen. I can't handle this. I'm, yeah, I'm here for that. I yeah, yeah. I could watch. Give uh, me dead kids, <laughs> Kevin. I could watch Black Christmas uh, anytime, no problem. And that movie has some fucking brutal kills in it. Yeah. The original or the, uh, the remake? Bo- both of them have some pretty fucking brutal kills. There's three. Yeah. There's three Black Christmases. Oh, is there? I didn't I've know there was three. The, I've only seen the original. There was, there was one that came out like in 2019. Oh, it's all right. Hmm. I really liked the original. I think I think part of what I like about the original Halloween is it's not really fun. Yeah. It's not trying to be fun. And mm-hmm. like a lot of later slashers like leaned into the the in like that aspect of them being enjoyable. You know, like getting together with your friends and seeing like people who deserve to die get murdered and um i you know something about the original halloween that is fun is like seeing michael stalking people and like getting a feel for the neighborhood i thought that was cool in the original and we don't get anything like that really in this one it's tense and it builds suspense and um i think we talked about it last time but like that was something that didn't work for me for a long time Mm -hmm. until i sort of realized like Oh, this is more like Psycho than, say, Nightmare on Elm Street. And um, so in in a a long-winded answer to your question, Kevin, uh, I don't know, man. This is my (laughs) least favorite Halloween movie. I'm not going to watch it again, ever. That's totally fair. And so when I give this movie a two and a half, I think a lot of the technical elements of the movie worked. There were no scenes where I was like, "Mm, the the sound on this is uh, not very good, or "This this could have been shot better. Um, so all those like the filmmaking technical aspects worked the effects were good the writing very questionable when it came to flirting but some of the other scenes like really did come across well like the the scene of the bully the leader bully getting bullied by his dad I thought worked Um, the scene of Corey's mom being annoying and like constantly browbeating him I thought those really worked Um, the bar scene was another one that didn't really work so it's like just kind yeah. of hit or miss with like how the quality it's, of this film like 
it's it strikes it's me as a bunch of a bunch of writers taking a bunch of passes yeah oh yeah one of my first notes is there are four writers on this movie that's a great sign that's <laughs> that's the so, number you want so um for credited writers who knows how many more last yeah. last section for this before we put the michael myers kibosh on this film is before uh, we pour him into the grinder <laughs> um how long do you think you would have lasted in this film we'll start with you skylar um I would easily make my way through this movie because I didn't bully anybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I heard this guy kill the kid, but that would be a fucked up thing to talk to him about. So <laughs> yeah. maybe I'll just be like, cool glasses. Uh, heard you have yeah. a motorcycle. Look both ways before you cross the street. Either he didn't want to kill the kid, and that's the most awful thing in the world that he wants that he wants to relive. Or he did want to kill the kid. I don't want to be around that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want yeah. to provoke him. And, yeah. yeah. Knowing... And I have a strict no sewer policy. So, <laughs> yeah. like, I'd be fucking chilling at Joe Grillo's birthday having some of that sponge. <laughs> knowing knowing how all of us were at that age, we would be perennially posted up in that fucking diner. We'd be yeah. going yeah. berserk yeah. in it's that diner. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about movies, playing video games in the corner booth. And, like, when... Uh, Corey confronts the cop who won't stop harassing Allison. We would have been like, oh, fuck, is this about... We would have had our phones out. We would have been like, world star. <laughs> um, so I think I think I would have been fine in that as well. I think that as a group, uh, we were too interested in being nerds at that point to uh, get caught up bullying an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't have worked even if we'd tried. <laughs> <laughs> hey, loser, what are you going to do, murder me? <laughs> <laughs> So I don't think there's anything else left for this one. Um, have we? Has anyone watched anything good recently? Yeah, I, off off topic. Any any good picks I, of late, Skylar? Uh, so I have actually been watching a ton of Spookers this year. Um, I watched, as previously mentioned, The Requin, which is the worst movie I've seen all year. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Possum, very good. Highly recommend that one. Um, the Duke I saw for the first time. Smile I watched with you, Walter. Yep. Um, Midnight Meat Train. How was Smile? Uh, it was decent. I, I, uh, I, I think I, I like Smile a little bit more than than Skyler did. Yeah, I, I had just watched it back to back with the Duke, and they have a lot of similarities, except for the Duke is better. What did you think of Midnight Meat Train? Um. I thought that it was so first of all I was like holy shit Bradley Cooper's in this movie oh yeah yeah <laughs> like, from the moment I turned it on I was like oh this is like a movie movie and not like in like in passing at the beginning he's the star yeah yeah he's the uh, whole movie uh and uh any movie with Vinnie Jones I'm here for um but it's terrible 2008 special effects yeah like it looked like a PS2 cutscene for most of that movie and I've read the short story and it's decent and i was like how are they going to make a whole movie out of this and i was like at the end of the movie i was like ah, not very effectively <laughs> yeah not well <laughs> uh but it was okay um i also saw profundo rosso or deep red um in english mm-hmm. um cabinet of dr caligari for the first time um scream 2 uh halloween ends as we discussed and i just watched as above so below what? why um, scream 2 is that uh, I had never seen it. I don't think. Oh, okay. Just curious. What? It seems like an odd one to. I heard on. it was good. Yeah, it's uh, a good one. I like that. And one. I kind of want to watch Scream One again because I 
I don't think it's I don't think I've seen it in a while. Um, and yeah, I had never seen Scream Two before. I think we've yeah. talked about the Scream series. I think Walter and I both I agreed so. that uh, they're pretty good. They hold yeah. up better than you expect movies mm-hmm. from that era too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Certainly better than the Halloween films. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the whole, Scream's a better franchise. And, yeah. And the, the new Scream movie was great. We both enjoyed yeah, it. We it had good. a lot of fun watching it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, yeah, I have like three more to watch before I'm there. Cabinet yeah. of <laughs> Cabinet of the Doctor. Um, yeah. One of my favorite bands. As Kevin knows it. <laughs> one of my favorite bands. Uh, one of their albums is supposed to be played while you're watching that movie. They read the score for the movie. What's and, the uh, artist? Uh, it's a Spanish post-rock band called Tuandra. Okay. There's um, so the the I rented it on Blu-ray, and the Blu-ray that I had had multiple scores. Nice. And um, I don't think that was one of them, but there was at least one that was like a modern electronic score, which is cool, because uh, silent movies were often distributed with like sheet music for you know like the house piano oh, player yeah. to play along with the movie. Um. All of us are so, old enough so, to remember this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So watching it. Yeah. Silent movies. You got to have like the right score. It's super kind of like off putting. Um, I haven't watched. I forced my wife to watch American Werewolf in London. Uh, she does not like horror movies, but she was very invested in that film. <laughs> uh, after about 20 minutes in, she stopped asking me questions about like, what are they doing? What's going on? Uh, and she was just like commenting on the film. So I got the theater experience nice. uh, watching nice. that at home where anytime something would happen, she'd be yelling at the TV like it was going to ch- change the outcome of the scene. Um, she she liked it. It's one of my favorite horror movies. I was happy yeah, to I revisit it. I, yeah. I want to say I watched it on Netflix. It's on. It, it was like on streaming as I was like flipping through like angry. They didn't have anything I wanted to watch. Um, I've never up. seen that one. Yeah, it's great. I would say that. Oh yeah, that's good. That's that's one of my favorite ones. Best that's, werewolf that's transformation a, scene. And that's a strong endorsement and from it's, Walter. It's something that I like the update to werewolf mythos they do in the film to make yeah. it work in the modern day. Um, so yeah, it's good. Just watch it. That's all I'll say. Putting it on the list. Oh, it was already on the list. Putting <laughs> um, it up the list. I've been telling you for years, Scott. <laughs> yeah. I've been playing uh, horror video games recently. That's been a lot of fun. There is a PS1 demo disc. Um, a bunch of like indie game makers got together and they made a modern PS1 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be two discs if it was originally burned on the PS1 discs of short horror games. A lot of them are great. A lot of them are fantastic. And it's like, there's just enough 3D graphics there with PS1 era graphics to be scary. Um, it it works That's very cool. well. And I think part of that is just nostalgia because I grew up on PS1 era games. Um, but if you want to check it out, it's called Haunted PS1. It's a free download on itch.io. Uh, and it's great. I'll drop a link in chat if you guys want to watch it, and I'll make sure a link's included in the show notes for anyone out there that uh, wants to play it. That's cool. Nice. Um, I have been downloading horror games and then not playing them. <laughs> I believe I downloaded Resident Evil 2 Remake and Soma, and uh, possibly, possibly uh, Amnesia, The Dark Descent. 
The nice part about where I live is uh, horror season lasts just, a, it feels like a little bit longer because of how dark it is here. It's so cold and dark. Yeah. 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 So it feels like you get a, a much better and longer connection with spooky season than in other places. But I am sad that October is almost to an end. And yeah, we're going to have to. up quick. Yeah. Yeah. It, I have to pivot to Christmas movies soon. Do you, Walter, how many how many horror movies have you watched this month so far? Uh, that is a great question. While Walter's looking that up, um, do you yeah. guys feel like Halloween is more popular now than it's ever been? Like just the the month of October, it feels like there's a lot of people now that have really embraced the spirit of Halloween. Versus when we were in high school, uh, I was definitely a little bit of a weird kid for being very into Halloween. I was just talking to Emily about this, and I think that it's new for our generation mm-hmm. the idea that yeah. you're going to be like a 35 year old person getting dressed up in an outfit for work you know like i don't think that was something that our parents really did yeah i have no interest in dressing up in a costume <laughs> yeah. for work um, yeah same but i just i noticed like a ton of decorations up as soon as october 1st hit and i live in a neighborhood that's a lot of older families I live close to some schools, so it, it's a lot of like kind of older families, um, people in their mid and late thirties, and the decorations are off the chain this year. And I've just I've never seen it uh, as decorated as festive as I have this year. To uh, answer your question, Skylar, I've watched twenty one horror movies so far this month, uh, and the only ones that are worth talking about that haven't been covered before on this podcast. Uh, I watched Pearl yesterday. Um, what did you that think? was pretty good. Yeah. Really? Uh, overall, liked it. Yeah. Um, it's. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that director, but um, I don't know. I think this one worked a little bit more for me because it was a little heightened. Mm-hmm. Um, I and then I. Oh, go ahead. I didn't. I give the movie three out of five. It was good, but the yeah. ending credit scene, that ending scene we get of her, fucking sealed the deal. That shit. That scene is unhinged. That scene is insane. <laughs> yeah, that's wild stuff. I, as it was happening, I remember like, oh, that's right. Kevin mentioned something was like wild in this yeah. part, and yeah, it is. It's it is. I I said this movie's American Psycho, but for the ladies. Yeah. Um, and the other uh, movie that I want to shout out is called Knife Plus Heart. It's a French movie. Um, I think it's from 2018, uh, and it's very gay. Like ends with a male orgy gay uh but if you can uh if you're not turned off by that um it's a it's a pretty decent kind of already uh very giallo inspired horror movie from a few years ago and oh uh last thing on my recent horror movie research and stuff i discovered and also on the I did not plan this, but Lance Henriksen has come up twice in this podcast. I'm going to bring him up now for a third yeah, time. Right. Yeah, right. Be, because we've been accepted. It's, it's very appropriate because Lance Henriksen has appeared in not one, not two, but three movies with a killer Sasquatch, all unrelated. <laughs> and I'm going to watch them all and tell you all next week which ones are worth watching. Well, this I'm so excited. This is the perfect segue into us deciding uh, what we want to watch, and I think I think yeah. we agreed that you get two picks in a I row. Get, I get a okay. I get a double header because I didn't think of anything. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, double header because you just kind of bullied me into watching both versions of Fright Night. Um, I I'm not going to make you watch the Lance Henriksen Sasquatch movies. Don't worry. Ooh, I mean, that's, you know, that's, this is why I'm number one. 
Yeah, that's right. I know that I would watch those with you. <laughs> I, I, this is a journey I'm going to go on my own and report back. Uh, but I do have a duo of related movies that I have been meaning to revisit lately that I think will be a lot of fun. And that is the, and, and also appropriate from the uh, recently changed um, theme music that we had for this podcast. I w- I'm choosing the two Tales from the Crypt movies, Demon Knight and Bordello of Blood. Man, do, I, I had to learn Demon the word Bordello the... because I saw I saw that on the back of a comic from the 90s. A referee's, yeah. a referee's throwing in a flag on the play oh, here. Oh, please, please do. I just want to make sure you're picking two movies I was going to bring up at the end of this. Um, I don't. I want to move away from picking stuff in a series, but if that's your pick, sure. I will watch both of those. I will respect you. Yeah. So next week, Demon Knight, guys, with Billy Zane. Cool. Billy Zane's in it. Cool. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. We, I'm looking forward to it. Do I need to watch <laughs> anything else to prepare for this, or just just that? Nah, okay. just that. Cool. All right. Well, this is a beast of an episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a long. Your boys got thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is if almost... you made it this far. Thank you, folks. Thank you for sticking around. This is almost we're like gonna cut out. We're gonna cut out all 40 minutes of flashlight talk to get it real tight. <laughs> this is almost like. Put the movie on, turn on subtitles, and put this <laughs> yeah. on in the background. I would this, rather listen honestly, to this, this really podcast is. than watch the movie. This is almost a, a full commentary for Halloween ends at this point, honestly. <laughs> we if should, only we had mentioned it at the beginning. We should start to make full commentaries instead yeah. of uh, just a podcast. That'd be fun. <laughs> Walter, uh, Walter is coming over next Sunday for right. the holiest of holidays uh, in our relationship, Candy and Horror Movie Day. And we're going to watch two movies. Yeah. One of which is the new Hellraiser, Razor, yeah. and we are still deciding on the second. I'm I'm very excited to watch the new Hellraiser. I've been I've been holding off on watching it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited too. I'm afraid yeah. it's going to be too good. Yeah, like we like we talked That's, about. Yeah, yeah. We won't we won't have fun watching it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was dark. Yeah. Um, you yeah. should we watch the first Hellraiser? You should back to back them. Yeah. Twist his arm into watching Martyrs. Skylar recently asked me if he should watch Martyrs. And I asked he asked both. me too. Yeah. yeah. What did you What did you say? I'm curious. Uh, I said it's of the like extreme French horror movies. It's one of the best ones, but there's nothing in there worth like worth sitting through it for. Like yeah. it's 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 unpleasant. Yeah, I think that's about what I said. I said both are really fucked up. They have their moments, but unless you're okay with like extreme gore, um, yeah, it, it just yeah. I wouldn't recommend them to somebody. I liked the original French one. I think it's great, but I would never be like, you should watch this. Yeah. It's it's like audition uh, when people are like, what's the most fucked up horror movie you've seen? I mentioned that one. It's a, at this point, it's a cliche pick. The times have caught up yeah. to my, my take on it, but it is a fucked up movie. It is deeply unsettling to watch. Same yeah, with Martyrs. That one's very scary to me. Uh, if you guys have five more minutes, I watched the first 20 minutes of a movie and it was my first did not finish of Candy and Horror Movie Month. Uh, have you heard of a movie called uh, Ebola Syndrome? I I had I thought I had heard of it, but I, I don't think I had. The title sounded familiar. So um, the premise of the movie is a serial killer goes to Africa and he contracts Ebola and discovers that he is immune and so he decides to use the Ebola to murder people. And I was mm. reading the back of this DVD case and I was like, yeah, I'm here for that. <laughs> Never seen a serial killer use Ebola before. 
Uh, so I throw it in and it was uh, like, it was one of those days where Emily was like, normally she doesn't like horror movies. And she was like, yeah, I'll just sit here. I'll put my headphones on and <laughs> you can watch your horror movie and, uh, and then we can hang out. And I was like, great, sounds good. So I put it in. And in the first scene, it starts with like a very hardcore sex scene. Mm -hmm. um, it's and uh, it's like this guy is hooking up with this woman and then her husband comes home and uh, violence ensues, like some <laughs> really messed up stuff and uh, like a ton of like sexual violence. And then uh, somebody's tongue gets cut off and people get their face yeah, pissed on I've already seen that this week I don't need yeah. To, yeah and uh and so and then he a bunch of other stuff happens in the movie and i was like about 20 minutes in and <laughs> i uh i think there was some like actual animals being killed oh yeah not confirming but i think pretty sure one, one of those movies yeah and i was yeah. just like you know what life's too short yeah uh and i i feel so free because <laughs> In earlier in earlier areas of my life, I would have been like, "Nah, I could see any fucked up movie there is," but this one, I just was like, "Life's too short. Hmm? I'm gonna watch another slightly less fucked up horror movie <laughs> yeah. and feel way better about things." So that's kind of how I felt about Martyrs too. Like people talk yeah. about it a lot, and I was just like, "Yeah, I mean, maybe there's some good stuff there, but there's other yeah. movies I need to see." Yeah, I don't regret watching that movie many years ago, but I'm also like, I I, I don't think there's any reason to really yeah. yeah that's where i'm at with it that i i don't think i would rewatch it unless someone was really twisting my arm to do it yeah um unless you were locked in that martyr style dungeon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> watching I'm, I'm, watching the movie again would be my own personal martyr <laughs> yeah i'm imagining both of you thinking like ebola syndrome huh is it really I, as bad as he's saying i've already downloaded it so yeah so i want to i want to get your thoughts on it so yeah um, you I'm report back on that next week kevin i'll let you know about the three lance hendrickson's lance hendrickson sasquatch movies our listeners are dying to find out they're also dying to be let go of this episode yeah so this is this is brutal thank you yeah. for listening we're three friends so we could talk all day but i appreciate you making it through to the end of this episode um if you have any feedback or want to follow us on twitter we're at the horus on twitter remember to like subscribe give us five stars we're both desperate for that boner pill promotion uh with blue chew i need it <laughs> And uh, we want to thank Skylar for coming on and plugging the podcast to his coworker. So thank you, Skylar, for coming. Thanks so much, Skylar. Thanks for having me. 